du hast. Du hast mich. Dudes and dudettes, please du hast. Take a seat and make yourselves more comfortable for the gym girls are here to craft work it out and spew out some nonsense jibba jabba about... (laughs) Long for garden cartoons. Before I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a brief aside, but I used to have this like little Mr. T uh, gadget, <laughs> and he had a bunch of sayings on it. And one of his sayings was "Quit that jibba jabba," and it was nice. a brilliant, brilliant piece Quit of that. merchandise and memorabilia. Anyways, maybe you can just use that in your everyday speech since you're not allowed to say "child." And that's other true, Black listener. Old lady say, yeah, listener. Just so you know, I'm currently grieving with the knowledge that I cannot really say the word child. And I mean child without a D, like who child? Um, on the regular, because I'm not a, an old elderly black woman. But seemingly, I can say jibber-jabber. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's great. That's great. Life is on the ups as yeah. we continue. So we say some nonsense jibber-jabber about long forgotten <laughs> cartoons for the 1980s. And we spew that straight into your earballs. Mm-hmm. With a special focus on Gem and the Holograms, a show that can only be aptly described using the word Scheiße. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, that's German. That's, that's German. I don't know what for. That's it's, German, it's German for shit. Oh, perfect. I just knew it was German. Anyways, I am one half of your milkmaid duo, or if it's Jones... And I'm Hakuna Matitis, definitely the milkiest of the milkmaids. Oh, I mean, like definitely, I'm- like, hands down. Yeah, I've got big mommy milkers, except I don't. You got, uh, um, your, uh, your udders are utterly unbelievable. <laughs> utterly milk-tastic. <laughs> I can't even begin to utter a, a word to describe your udders. Oh, wow. Your I don't want, I don't want that one. I want the udder one. <laughs> Nice. I love that. And uh, I can't beat it, so we're going to move on. Moving on. Today, we are continuing our education on German culture with this week's episode, Gem Season 3, Episode 2, The Stingers Hit Town, Part 2. <laughs> A.K.A. The Stingers Hit Town, Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. The Stingers Hit Town, Part 2, Got Stung Again. It happened again. Again. Who, who, who would have thought? A.K.A. The Stingers Hit Town Part 2, The Re-Stinging. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. The Stingers Part 2, How the Stingers Got Their Groove Back. They never did, but go on. <laughs> A.K.A. The Stingers Hit Town Part 2, the, the Town Stings Back. And lastly, but not leastly, The Stingers Hit Town Part 2, Sting Me Once, Shame on You, Sting Me Twice, Can't Get Stung Again. Uh, the alternative title for that one being... <laughs> The Stingers Hit Town Part 2, Sting Me Once, Shame On You, Sting Me Twice, uh, You're Not Gonna Sing Me Again, in <laughs> in the words of the eloquent George Bush. Right, that's what I was going for. You, you, um, need, you need the brief uh, pause of, like, gears turning. Like, I just need to wrap this up. Yes, I can't remember how this goes. How this saying that I started goes. Uh, you're not gonna maybe sing me. I should... Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have even started this sentence. <laughs> Anyways, either way, all those titles aside, which are all wholly accurate, and um, whole spent, spelled H-O-L-E. H-O-L-E, yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, according to Fraulein Marx and her gem bible, this is the one where Riot's charisma almost wins Gem away from Rio. 
Eric comes up with a gigantic media blitz, which wins the Stingers to sign with him. But Misfit Music becomes Stinger Sound, and the Misfits <laughs> suddenly find themselves playing second string. Ah, uh, second string to the sting. Second string to the sting! Wow, rhymes. Yeah, exactly. So... All of that, you mean to tell me that Germans and Blitzes spell trouble for everyone involved? Yeah, go fucking I had no idea. What a surprise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think a German invasion ever spells sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) No. (laughs) It usually ends horribly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe with a massacre. Maybe with a massacre. We don't know. Um, Either way. Let's uh, get into this episode. Let's get into it. And as with many two-parters, we start with a classic LGR, by which we mean Little Girl Recap. <laughs> Except Little Tween re- Recap. Yeah, right? now we're on, because we're on season three. The Little Girl has grown into a tween, Little Tween Recap. Not quite as good. <laughs> um, no. And in her brief summation, we basically learn again, Raymond Soul, Eric Raymond Soul, everything to... Uh, buy out Mr. Gabor on Misfits Music. Pizzazz was pissed about it. Um, we get an intro into the, 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 the Stingers. And I do enjoy how this little girl describes Rapture as conniving. Yes. I thought that conniving was a, a fun... ass hoe. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, she conniving, she trifling, that Rapture. Anyways. Uh, and then also how Riot spirited Gem away I just, I don't know. I think it's a fun, fun turn of phrase. Yeah. Um, she has some good verbiage in her little girl recap. We well, no, well, 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 bitch is a tween now. So like she's yeah. at a grade seven reading level right now. <laughs> she knows more than 300 words. Exactly. 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 Um, so anyway, we start the episode with uh, Rio, not Rio, I, uh, Rio and Riot. Their names are so fucking similar. I mean, as we've covered, one is close to two and... <laughs> Rio and Riot are only one letter off. Right, exactly. The two is yeah. the one, when two become one. Exactly. Uh, to quote our prophets, the Spice Girls. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, we start with Riot and Gem, still at the harp, the singing yeah. giant harp. The giant harp. Uh, kissing. And then Gem like, pulls away and says, I can't do this. Um, but Riot is not reacting in a way that you would hope a man who is kissing you would react. He is being super aggressive, grabs her, and is basically trying to reason with her, saying that he is a perfect man and she is a perfect woman, which is hilarious. Hilarious! Uh, and that they belong together. Yeah, hilarious, mad creepy, but also giving me, like, a lot of Aryan energy. You know what I mean? Like, I am, oh. the, I am the ultimate man. We must procreate to, you know, bloom our seeds to weed out the unworthy vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like the Ubermensch. Exactly. The Ubermensch, what a mensch, am I right? What a mensch. <laughs> he's uh, also like kind of giving me, no, he's not giving Giga Chad energy. <laughs> Maybe it was just that strong German jawline. Yeah. You know who the Giga Chad is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, um, he's giving me some energy. I meant that it was funny that he referred to Jeb as a perfect woman. Right. One, because she's fake ass. She's fake ass. She's, she's, she's not real. In many ways. No. Um, in all ways, actually, Gem isn't real. Um, and two, like, she's a mess. I'm like, Riot, can't you, like, <laughs> see, like, bitch is a mess. Uh, and yeah. Gem actually admits to herself that she can't really resist Riot. Uh, yeah. And we get another line later, which 
I think lends more credence to my theory that Riot is some sort of superpower being, an empath, or maybe empath, who anyone who may or may not know, you know, Marvel continuity slash the New Mutants, uh, empath is like the littlest, biggest shit in comic book history. He's oh, the biggest, okay, so he's, li- he's the biggest littlest shit. Okay, so he's not a Giga Chad. Um, I mean, it depends on your definition. Uh, basically, as his name suggests, he can control people's emotions and literally just uses that power to fuck with people and for his own personal amusement. Not, that, that's, yeah. Yeah, that does sound like Riot for sure. I will say, though, that I feel like Riot is a sociopath. Like, he's really coded that way because he's oh. super manipulative and, like, he understands psychology and, like, how people work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how he, like, gets his shit accomplished. I, I agree. I think he's, like, maybe, like, you know, textbook-style sociopath. Because he even, he even says later on uh, to Jem, and this is, like, one of the final scenes, but, like, hashtag spoilers, you didn't watch it, we didn't watch it, so who knows. Uh, <laughs> That he, he's like, he kind of gets into, he makes a deal with Eric because he's, he basically says like, I understand Eric. I know what he's motivated by. I know I can control him. And thus, I'm going to like do this thing because it's really going to benefit me. Uh, So obviously, you know, Riot got some savvy, but um, like, like every evil gay, he uses his powers for evil. Yes, totally. Um, So yeah, Gem is very much in his spell. Um, she still kind of convinces him to talk to Jerrica. Um, but it seems to be like kind of, you know, Jem has to put herself on the table if she he she even wants him to entertain Jerrica's offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Really the only bargaining chip Jem slash Jerrica has is Jem. Right, which is pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways... Uh, we also cut away Rio, not with a T, so his name is Rio, uh, and Minx, who is the another member of the Stingers. Uh, bitch got a wide, a wide brimmed hat, so yeah, super hot, great super eyeshadow. Hot. Game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Minx is always looking good. Uh, she is taking Rio, basically clubbing everywhere under the pretense that they're searching for Riot and Gem, uh, and they also right. kiss a couple times. And I get it. Well, like, I think she kisses him. She kisses him, but like, look, dude, I've been forcibly kissed. I mean, all the time because I'm very attractive. But <laughs> oh god, that's not what I want to hear. Um, but anyway. But you know, there's a way. Like you know, you get forcibly kissed maybe once that catches you unaware. Twice, you know what's coming. Their face is very close to you already. Your reaction time is already queued in. Rio, I should say. I feel like he lets a couple of these kisses happen. Yes, he definitely does. And she is mega flirting with him. And she's basically like, why are you pulling away? Other men think I'm beautiful. And Rio is like, you are beautiful. Uh, But is like hesitant about it. Um, But he tells her like, listen, I'm not interested. We have to get in the van so we can go home. Um, And Minx basically lays it to him that Jem will never go back to him because Riot's too perfect. Yeah, we get a lot of Riot being perfect throughout this episode. Again, you know, leaning into some Aryan vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed yeah. Minx's yelling at Rio as he leaves, like, you have lost her, do you hear me? 
I like a, I like a dramatic scene outside of a club. It's always a good idea. For sure. Um, um, so but, we cut to the misfits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who, um, Pizzazz is still very pressed about the whole Riot situation. Because uh, she's actively infatuated with Riot and doesn't yes. like that he's, like, not here and she may or may not be with Jim. And Stormer kind of comes through because uh, Rapture at this point is basically like, oh, I know what to do to make Riot like you. And Stormer comes through wearing with a great updo, by the way. I liked her hair. Uh, mm -hmm. She's like, look, you don't know this hoe. Don't listen to her. I do not think she has your best interests in mind. Uh, and then Pizzazz, like, shoves her. Like, shoves her across the room styles. Yeah, Pizzazz is uh, acting like a literal child in this episode. Like, a literal stupid child. Right, and then is shortly thereafter dressed up like a small child. Yeah, like a, a little girl clown getup with, like, some weird beehive hairdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pizzazz describes herself as a nerdy kid. I was like, what is this sexy baby look? I didn't really know what was going on. And then Rapture's like, this is just the kind of innocence, innocent purity that'll appeal to Riot, which is so creepy. Well, I mean, yes, super creepy. I assume she's lying, so it makes it less like... Riot is a pedophile, I hope. Yeah, but like those, why even utter those words? That just makes you, it makes him sound like a pedophile. It does. Pizzazz in that moment should have been like, uh, what am I getting myself into? What is, <laughs> what does this guy like? The purity of innocence and childhood? Uh, pretty pedophilic. Yeah. Like either he's a pedophile or he'll make her dress up as a little girl or a baby. All right. The sexy baby trope, uh, which, quite honestly, I feel like we need a moment to discuss sexy baby because it's such a thing. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. Like, Lana Del Rey at times embodies sexy baby. Maybe, like, sexy baby who, like, chain smokes a pack a day. Right, right. Like, sexy damaged baby. Like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, heroin baby. I'm just sexy. <laughs> I've been on the heroin. street since day one. True. I would say that, like, Ariana Grande gives off sexy oh, baby vibes. Oh, 100%. Particularly Ariana yeah. Grande of, like, eight years ago. Uh, hardcore sexy baby. But she was a little bit more, like, innocent sexy baby. Right, yeah. She wasn't, like, fucked up, drugged up sexy baby. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, it's Who else is a sexy baby? Who also... So there's actually a very good community... Um, the, the Community Christmas episode where they join the Glee Club, there's this great scene where Alison Brie, who plays the character Annie, is mm -hmm. trying to seduce Joel McHale, who plays Jeff, to join the, the Glee Club. And she basically does this, like, sexy Santa Claus, like, Christmas time number, but dumbs herself down to the IQ of, like, you know, a four-year-old. And it's like, oh, me dumb, you smart, I'm sexy, <laughs> you man. And it's just, it's a whole sexy baby vibe. Yeah, yeah, no, she already had that vibe, actually. Oh, 100%, 100%. Like the giant eyes and the, you know, the fair skin. Um, yeah. Yeah, she, she gives, she can emit sexy baby energy. For sure. I she's feel, actually quite a versatile actress. Oh, I love Alison Brie. I, th I think she's brilliant. And I mean that in the terms of, like, I think she's actually a very smart person. I think she has, a, like, a high IQ. Uh, and I, I generally like her in almost everything. Yeah. 
Glow, glow. Glow, dude. Why was that shit canceled? I know, because of the pandemic, dude. But, like, bring that shit back. Yeah, but Netflix is weird about, like, Netflix is actually pretty hardcore about their kind of, like, their bottom line. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I feel like they may have already put so much money into getting the production started during the pandemic that to restart it, they may not see there's enough value in it. Yeah. Which sucks. Uh, I hope they do, like, a two-hour movie at some point as, like, the final season. Yeah, I would watch that. I'd watch the fuck Um, out of that. Uh, I also just want to, you know, give a brief anecdote about sexy babiness because (laughs) as a generally youth-presenting, youthful-presenting male... Of the uh-huh. of the homosexual persuasion because I've been persuaded and like let me tell you, <laughs> they got some good arguments. Um, <laughs> I remember one time this was simultaneously maybe like the one of the best compliments I've ever get, gotten, but also one of the strangest. I was working at a restaurant and one of the servers, uh, and like he's been a long time server and he you know has uh, I know he has dabbled in like you know like party drugs. I don't like I'm sure more than dabbled kind of thing. Anyways. He's been around the fucking server. Yeah, he's been around the block. He knows the situation. (laughs) Anyways, he asked me one time. He's like, "Hey, Michael, you ever uh, consider stripping?" And I was like, "Um, "Wow, like not really. Like maybe in the back of my mind." But he was like, "Yeah, because you have this whole like little boy thing going, (laughs) and like you could probably make a lot of money." And I was like, "Wow, thank you." But also, uh, I feel oddly objectified. That's so funny. That's such an inappropriate thing to say to someone, but it's super, kind of iconic. Yeah, super inappropriate. Hilarious. But I understood <laughs> what he meant, too. And for a second, I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, you do have, like, little boy energy sometimes. Exactly. A little bit of LBE, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could do the fucking recaps at the start of gym. Yeah, you definitely could. You are a 14-year-old girl. I, uh, ugh, in more ways than one. What does that mean? I mean, in the in this in sometimes I catch myself, particularly when it comes to my relation, my romantic relations. Sometimes I react to things like a fourteen year old girl. I get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I particularly remember like Garfield has said to me that has told me this multiple times. This being a mutual friend of ours, where like I'll play a song and it'll be like. A Lana Del Rey type situation of like oddly angsty and like, you know, crying in your mirror kind of situation. And he'll be like, Michael, I picture you, like you 13 years old singing this in your room and (laughs) may or may not have tears running down your face. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) essentially that, essentially that. Yeah. You know, I can never really get into Lana. She's just... There's something, like, aggressively white about her to me. I, I I can't refute that. And I think a lot of her uh, her entire image is kind of, like, based around Americana, which is a very, yeah. like, it's, it's very white in that sense. That being said, I'm a huge Lana Stan. I love the bitch. Um, yeah. I, 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 her latest album, I, I like it when she more veers into that odd place that she's kind of carved for herself in between like crooning jazz singer melodramatic drama queen and also hip-hop 
Like, sometimes mm. that, that'll all fuse into. And she has one, like, actually, there's, I think her two albums before this, uh, she has, like, she has a couple of traps with, like, ASAP Rocky. And it, it's just, it's a good, it's good times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. What's the album that came out? What was, what was that album called? That was one? Like, uh, it's a good album. I forget what it's called, though. Yeah, there was one that she, like, that got great reviews and, like, all this stuff. And, like, I listened to it one time and I liked it. I, I should give her more of a chance because I do think she has, like, a lot to offer as a musician. That one, uh, the one that you're thinking of might be the one before last. Because the the album that came out before whatever Over the Country Club that just came out recently, that actually was, like, a, a pretty good album and, like, got good reviews and, like, de- deservedly so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyways, get back into this episode. Um, so Rapture is in the midst of pretty much torturing Pizzazz and mocking her and mm-hmm. Pizzazz is just going along with it because she's a dumb bitch. Um, and at this point, like after dressing her up and like making weird pedo comments, she decides they need to whip up a love potion. And this potion contains raw eggs, carrots, liver milk, lemon, ketchup, sugar, olive oil. Oh, wow. You wrote the whole ingredients list. Yeah, I did. Because I was like, that's disgusting. Oh, and yeah, I keep, yeah. it keeps getting worse. It does. Um, and then while uh, Pizzazz is closing her eyes, because that's like necessary, uh, Rapture puts in the final secret ingredient, which is just salt and lies and tells her it's like a secret love powder. From Which, her gypsy ancestors. Exactly. To quote, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, <laughs> we get a problematic Romani moment. Uh, and I, I I, very much enjoy how Rapture is like heavily witch-coded. I just wish we saw more of that from Minx. Because I think she also... I mean, her hat. She has, a she has a wide-brimmed black hat. I want her to give more witch energy. But I think her sort of, like, feminine wiles uh, lie in her sexuality, right? Like, she's a minx, like, she's a fox, like, who will, like, ensnare you with her, like, pussy power. Pussy power. Pussy magic. Pussy magic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I do. I do. And that's a type of witchcraft uh, for certain, but I don't know. I don't know. I guess... it's a cartoon. They're all two-dimensional characters. Uh, I guess I wanted to see a little bit more of a... Less of a... I'm only into men kind of energy from Minx. And particularly, I think, maybe in this episode, what didn't work for me is how she's lusting after Rio. And I always hate that. Yeah. Yeah, it would be so much better if she was lusting after Aja. I feel like there would oh be more attention God, there. Oh my God, I would love that. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah, or or if she lusted after Stormer because like she's into blue hair, uh, and then right. Kimber got <laughs> pissed off about it. Right, there's more you can do with the plot if Minx was a lesbian. Oh yeah, or even bisexual. Yeah, or even just not interested in Rio. Yeah, just not interested in Rio is what I want to see. I want <laughs> all the real erasure from this show. Yeah, please. We've had enough. Exactly. Okay? Get your number two pencil. Turn around and erase that Rio out of there. Yeah. Um, so she tells Pizzazz to drink all of this shitty drink. She chugs it and, like, pukes, obviously. 
Um, the misfits see Rapture kind of cackling at the scene, and uh, we cue to the song Love Sick by the Misfits. Remember the song really? Uh, yeah, I don't really remember the song super well. Uh, I remember there being, you know, like again, Pizzazz is in her like creepy beehive, little girl, sexy baby <laughs> makeup. There's some Alice in Wonderland vibes, and we get like a Wizard yeah. of Oz scene. Uh, yeah, a Bride of Frankenstein moment, which I actually very enjoyed. Uh, Frankenstein. Oh, no, Frankenstein. It's like Bride of Frankenstein. I know, but like I Frankenstein. Oh, I Frankenstein. There you go. It went over my head. That was too clever. I couldn't even catch it. It was too clever. Uh, yeah, you just spew them out without noticing. Yeah, you're keeping it clevs. Keeping it clevs up here. Keep- <laughs> um, and one particular visual that I really liked from this music video is when like Rapture is pushing pizzazz on a rolling chair in the sky oh, and like nice. pushes her off the ch- like through a door and she falls pizzazz falls through the sky and like as she's falling there's like floating riot heads and floating rapture heads and like floating misfits heads it's really uh terrifying yeah no this one was good for the terror i agree i i actually really enjoy like the very like the last image where it's pizzazz and then it's rapture cutting the strings and then she's like just a collapsed doll yeah um one thing one note one note i have could have been more eyeballs oh i mean that was every <laughs> music video in this episode there could have I been know. there could have been three thousand percent more eyeballs <laughs> i mean three thousand percent of zero exactly i mean eyeballs were on the screen as but like they weren't of the screen as you know what i mean oh yeah for sure um <laughs> Of or on, you know, the eternal question. Exactly, exactly. I'm also making the um, the concerted effort to anytime we say the word screen as to say screen, a screen to say screen as instead, because every time I listen back to the podcast, I hear us say screen and I'm like, why don't we say screen as? <laughs> you know, that is a name that we never used in any of our raps. Oh, true, true. We got to, we got to. Mary, get off my screen as. <laughs> Mary, you can stay on my screen as for a second. <laughs> Only so I can kick you right off. There you go. There. Listen, Mary. <laughs> get off my screen as. No, just kidding. Come back. No, no, no. Come J- back. J- nah, get J- off my J- screen. J- <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Stay off my screen as. <laughs> anyway, the song ends. The misfits leave the building. Um, meanwhile, Minx kind of pushes her way through. Uh, we see Rapture drawing, like, some nonsense on Pizzazz's face, saying that they're mystic symbols to make Riot love her. Which, they're um, just whack-ass makeup. I do want to point out, though, that at times, Rapture's, uh, like, evening sleeve, which is like a giant mesh kind of glove situation, is poorly animated. So at times, it just looks like she has scales. <laughs> so, which, I mean, at times, she looks reptilian. That's dope. I love that. Me too. I was here for it. Uh, I just wanted to see her on both arms because she only ha- yes. she has like a she's doing an asymmetrical evening sleeve moment. Yeah, I mean like the scales on the arm. That's like a uh, that 
guy's daughter in in Game of Thrones. The oh. one that he had burned at the stake. Right, right. Oh, such a moment. That was so bad. That was um, pretty rough. But I also didn't like that little girl, so like I didn't care. What? I love that little girl. Uh, did I mean, I didn't. There were a lot of better little girls in that show. That's true. Arya for one. Arya for ultimate. Um, yeah, Sansa could get fucked, Oh, honestly. dude, fuck Sansa. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, like, has some moments towards the end. But uh, Sansa yeah, Stark but is... Those... She's generally just a pawn to be moved around by other people's schemes. Okay, yeah, but her badassness in the last episodes, I feel like that was shoehorned in. Like, no way she should have had that role in the end. It just made no sense. I I agree. It was a little shoehorned in uh, almost assuredly for fan service. And also because they couldn't have her character arc not kind of flesh out a little bit. That being said, though, I will say I didn't... I wasn't necessarily not here for it because the entire series, she's basically, like I said, been a pawn of other people's schemes. So she's been around a lot of schemers. So it kind of... To me, it fitted in the end where she was the one laying out plans. And she was kind of like working her own schemes. I didn't necessarily buy that they would work out super well. And some of the moments I feel like, I don't know, the little finger moment, I, w- I wanted more out of that. But yeah. 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 Honestly, the last season I didn't even watch um just because season seven or the season season seven the second last one was already showing signs of becoming horrible yeah I mean the last season as like I'm sure the world has already covered at length was pretty rough but did you see the moment where she um makes the guy who you unified Greyjoy did you see when she killed him no I didn't that was actually a pretty good scene it was it was to what I'm saying, it like it made it a little bit more like, oh, okay. Like Sansa is savvy. Like she's not like she may have been a pawn before, but now she's oriented herself as more of a, a strategist. Right. And it was just very yeah. gratifying. If I can ruin the moment for you, basically that guy, he had his like his attack dogs or whatever, and she basically, you know, through a series of events, made it end up where he got eaten by his own kind of attack dogs. It was a nice. good moment. It was good. Yeah, fuck Ramsey. That guy was fucked in the head. Oh, yeah. He was a great character, though. I hated him, but he was a good character. Oh, yeah. He and Theon, like, that will be burned into my mind forever. Oh, I know. So dark. So dark. It felt so bad for Theon. Yeah. He also, like, had it coming, though. He was bad, but he wasn't that bad. I mean, he wasn't so bad he needed his dick torn off, but he made some pretty poor decisions where it wouldn't have led up to that situation. Yeah, and I also feel like in the GOT verse, he also is a hot bitch. Um, in the GOT verse, being a eunuch is like a good thing. I guess so, but he was so broken down as a person. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah, fact yeah, yeah. that he was a eunuch was just like the tip of the iceberg. Just, and he couldn't even give the sh- just the tip because he didn't have one. Yeah, he couldn't even just give. He could give like flat. Skin. I actually, I don't even know, and I'm always, well, I guess in most instances, they're cutting off the balls. I don't know what happened to, like, the member situation. Well, yeah, I wonder, like, how do you, like, what gets cut off? Because if you cut off the penis, then how does the person pee? 
Right, right. I think in the um, the traditional, like, uh, what's, like, uh, not staccato, but there's the Italian word for um, people who used to be, uh, you know, dicks cut off styles, whatever the fancy word is for that. <laughs> uh, so they would, re- like, retain their youthful, high-pitched <laughs> voice. Um, castrato, I think, is what they used to call them. For, oh, for okay, castrated, which makes more sense, which is also that fancy word that I uh, forgot momentarily. Uh, I think they would take out the testicles, but <laughs> I think leave in the schlong. <laughs> I, I see we're being technical now. Yeah, exactly. To use a medical term, but <laughs> in the in the great joy scenario, it seemed like a little bit more vicious. I feel like he's like a Ken doll afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it didn't just become, like, rotting necrotic flesh after, like, being infected or something. Like, I don't know. I It seemed quite barbaric. Anyway, we don't need to think about the on gray joystick situation. We don't, but I also just want to point out that one of my favorite adjectives is necrotic. So thank you for yeah. bringing that to the pod. Dictuation. Your dick situation. Uh, I don't like it in, I don't like any, I don't like necrosis anywhere near my dick situation, but I like the word. <laughs> yeah, I like the word too. Um, it's all, it's going to happen to all of us one day, you know. I mean, speak for yourself. <laughs> anyway, um, so Rapture, as she's drawing this nonsense on pizzazz, is basically like, you have to stand with your arms, legs, and eyes crossed, close your eyes, and say, Riot will love me over and over again. And Riot enters and is like, what the fuck is happening? But I'm going to play into this. Uh, um, and Pizzazz feels very satisfied with herself that she charmed him. Yeah, no, she thinks she's like on the right path and like, oh my god, like Riot's into me now. This is going great. Da-na-na-na-na. Which <laughs> is obviously not the case. Which, like, so Pizzazz, even in the previous episode, in this episode, gets a rough time out of it. And I don't necessarily know by the end of the episode, we really get a redemption moment at all. Uh, we can, like, come to that later, but I really just feel... They, they usually do pizzazz pretty dirty in this show. Generally, it's of her own making. Like, she kind of is just, like, yeah. awful. But in this one, I was like, oh, wow, they really just... They let pizzazz have it, and she didn't really get any moments. Yeah, she, like, just made herself look like a fucking fool this episode. It was quite pathetic. She just keeps going lower and lower. Exactly, exactly. It was mad pathets, and, like, it wasn't cute. Um, (laughs) Soups pathets. Soups pathets, exactly. Anyways, meanwhile, with the holograms, everyone's waiting up for Jem, and Rio is like, where is she? Which, again, let's bring up the fact that Jem and Rio are not dating, regardless. Right. Right. Jem walks in, and I actually kind of, I appreciate her aloofness. I was like, oh, why is everyone waiting up? I had the most lovely time. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, everyone's, like, oh, super concerned. Rio is being super extra about it, despite the fact that they're not dating. Uh, and right. it's a whole moment. Cut to the next day. Right. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, their relationship just keeps getting weirder. Like, the further along it goes, the more fucked up it becomes. Exactly. At the end of this episode, I was like, what do you two mean to each other? (laughs) And it it makes more sense from the Jerrica, or the Gem Jerrica perspective, because, like, she's the same person. But to Rio, it's like, what are you doing? Like, are you even conflicted over the fact that 
you should be thinking that you're cheating on your girlfriend. <laughs> so openly. Mm-hmm. All their <laughs> friends are around. He does it in front of the press. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all fucked up. Anyways, their enemies know. Yeah, yeah, everybody in on their on their nonsense. Uh, yeah, except yeah. Well, I guess not except Rio, but also except Rio because I guess everyone else, at least in the immediate circle, knows they're two people or the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, cut to the next day. The um, the Stingers decide to take up Jerrica on her offer to stay at the mansion. Uh, cue stink face on Rio, because obviously. Uh, and, you know, everyone, or Jerrica slash Jem wants them to stay, despite the fact that everyone else doesn't. Uh, and then we get a little bit more of this, like, Rio minx Jem love triangle, because Jem is like, oh, you were out on a, with, um, you were out with minx all night? I guess you were having fun too. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, you don't owe me any explanations. You are free to do what you want, and so am I. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Such a bitch about it. Such a bitch about it. But also, she's speaking facts, but she doesn't mean it. So that's she means it sarcastically and in a petty way, which is the fucked up part. Right, right, right. Usually, I like to keep it petty. Uh, I like to keep it soup, soups pets. But <laughs> not in this instance. Not in this instance. <laughs> Not to get confused with suits, but that. Right. I mean, they sound similar, but there's a there's yes. a whole syllable differentiating the two. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the next day, the misfits being uh, Stormer, Roxy, and uh, the one who isn't Asian, uh, try to bring Eric in <laughs> to help with the whole pizzazz situation. Uh, and because pizzazz is acting very strange, she's acting really nice, and it's it's a whole. The whole thing. She actually doesn't even know that the Stingers have left the building, the building being her mansion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when she goes to, like, rouse them and, like, talk to them, she realizes that they're gone. And Eric is like, okay, we need a, like, full-scale plan of attack here to get his attention away from Jem. Because they all know that he's gunning for Jem. Right. Right. Um, so they got this, this plan going, uh, and the Misfits... In my notes, I have are like, nah, bitch, this is dumb, smarten up, or we out. And I feel like they have a moment where we're like, I don't give a fuck what your plan is. I want nothing to do with the stingers. Well, I mean, their whole thing was like, they didn't like how Pizzazz was acting vis-a-vis Riot. And they're basically like, either we're out of the, either you like continue pursuing Riot and we're out of the band, or you like just give that up and we can we can, like, be a band. Right, 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 right. So that moment happens. Then we cut back to Starlight, which is probably my favorite part of the episode. Yes, because, I know why. Yeah, because we got a montage of the Stingers <laughs> basically dealing with the unfortunate situation of living in a space with a bunch of fucking orphans. <laughs> Who are, like, up in their grill asking for autographs, and they're like, get away from me. Yeah, like, I don't... Children, what are you? What, one of my favorite lines is when they, like, they come, like, they, they're first exiting their rooms from the morning, and Riot's like, what is happening? I feel like there was, like, a bowling alley above us. So, like, I, I heard the sounds of a thousand footsteps. Like, oh, those are all the orphans. Well, yeah, when they first, all the orphans first gather around the bottom of the staircase, 
And they're like, ah, can I have your autograph? Ryan is like, what is this? Yeah, like, what is what is this? Uh, I appreciate Jerrica's, like, very casual lying. Because they're like, oh, Jerrica, where were you last? And she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, really become, like, second nature to her. And she even says it in a flippant, like, oh, yeah, 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 I went to bed last night. Don't even worry about it. Uh, Oh Anyways, then we get a series of scenes of the orphans basically fucking with, um, or the singers fucking with the orphans. Ashley tries to bring a milkshake to Riot, but it spills all over his jacket. Which then we actually get like a, an image of like Riot in a muscle tee, and I was like, okay, this is kind of hot. I was into this, dude. He was wearing a muscle tee with a fishnet muscle tee underneath, and a garter on one of his biceps. <laughs> And an ascot. And, like, so. it was it was everything. I, re- I truly appreciated the garter on the bicep. Because I have, one, I have never seen that. And, two, I would <laughs> love to employ that in my comings and goings. And by comings and goings, I mean C-U-M-M. Of course. Yeah. Um, next time we go out and have, like, a whole time, we'll wear that. Yeah, we'll wear some bicep garters. Anyways, uh, and then um, you get... I don't know, something happens with Minx. I know Rapture has a moment with Terry the Terrible, which, if we'll remember, is the girl raised in a demon cult. Uh, <laughs> and Rapture basically tells her, like, don't fuck with me, I will turn into a werewolf at any moment. And right. obviously Terry the Terrible, by being raised in a demon cult, thinks that's actually true uh, yes. and is terrified. She knows it's possible. Yeah, exactly. She's lived it. Yeah, um... So, I thought she was Deirdre. I forgot. I was like, who's this blonde bitch? I don't know her. Uh, but Rhea, uh, Deirdre is the one that's kind of butch, right? And right. wears a hat. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah. Really yeah. fugly. Deirdre is like Ashley adjacent. Terry is just terrible. Um. So, what Minx does is she, like, sees Chrissy painting. And she's like, Americans don't know art. Right, and, like, right. throws it right. on the ground. It's pretty good. And then I, for- I forget who it is who, like, comes in as one of the holograms to be like, yo, can you not be such a bitch to this child? And then Minx says back, like, ugh, all Americans have no taste. Obviously, this is terrible. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I love orphan bullying. Me too. I mean... Uh, I also enjoy IRL orphan bullying, but I also really... <laughs> I've never seen that. I haven't either, but I'm sure it's phenomenal. Uh, but I really enjoy animated fictional orphan bullying. Um, yes, I enjoy it too. It's... Because, like, what are what else are they there for? I know, they're so pitiful and orphanic. You know what I mean? Orphanic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we cut to the, the holograms minus Jem slash Jerrica talking to each other about how awful the stingers are and how they pretty much like can't stand them. Um, and so they storm off to the like band chilling by the pool and call them a bunch of egotistical snobs and either Minx or Rapture or uh, either one of them is like, we are what we are. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, pushes... I think Stormer gets pushed into the pool. There's multiple pool-pushing moments. Yeah, because we get the song Take It or Leave It. Don't like the way I act Girl, you better face the fact You can wait a long while I'm not about to change my style This isn't me I 
know, a lot of like cool pushing, like a lot of montages of Aja versus the Stingers, and then the Stingers pushing people into the pool. And Rapture as a werewolf. Yeah. And then terrorizing she, Terry. Yeah, and then also giving Terry a teddy bear that's a vampire, which was great. <laughs> uh, and I do... She's like, oh, here, little girl. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I do have to say, once again, the backup female vocals for all the Stinger song, songs, like, those girls are trying. We're getting a lot of, like, ooh, and ah, it's like, all the time. Yeah, we love effort. We love effort. I love some high pitched harmony. You can tell from the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyways, I in this in this music video slash generally, I was more like, why isn't Riot in a speedo? I feel like a European would be in a speedo. That's true. And like Minx and Rapture are showing so much body, body, body. Exactly. You really need to take it there. Exactly. Like, where is my mesh? tank top underneath a less slutty mesh tank top slash i don't know i wanted more i wanted more where's my thigh garter where's my thigh garter yeah thigh arm all garters everywhere dick garter Ooh, dick garter that's okay all right that's a moment it's like a cock exactly it's a cock ring but with frills (laughs) yeah exactly exactly uh What what would you do if you took down someone's pants and they were wearing a dick garter uh, it depends. If they were already in like a three-piece suit situation, then I'd be like, "Whew, okay." Like, <laughs> this is actually a four-piece suit. I couldn't see the last piece. But if they were in like you know sweatpants and a tank top and it was a dick garter, then I'd be like, "This is gross. I don't like this." <laughs> yeah, are you wearing this from like? Two nights ago. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm also, like, not the biggest fan of cock rings in general. They don't add much to me. And I understand they, like, they serve a functional purpose at times, but I don't like them. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't say. Um, But, yeah, that's... It's good to know one of us has an opinion. Yeah. uh, Dude, I actually have a story. So... In grade 12, I was sitting in coffee time, if you remember coffee oh, time. Oh, anytime's coffee time, baby. <laughs> it's for the for the American <laughs> listeners, coffee time is like the roughest of all coffee chains in Canada. Yes. Like, people get shot at coffee time. Like, the, like yeah. <laughs> coffee time is crime time. And also, <laughs> there's like... Coffee time is any time for crime. Exactly. And also, like, I'm going to say one third of the slime. Oh, it's pretty sticky. <laughs> So probably regular amounts of slime. Which, like, fits in with this, because I'm sitting there as a like, underage girl, uh, like, with my high school friends doing homework, and this random, like, older man in his 20s, I have no idea, but, like, an adult, comes over and hands me a cock rig. Oh, wow. Like, me specifically. Did he say it was a cock ring? Because, like, to the untrained eye, it's just, like, a, a circle. <laughs> I can't even remember what he said. That's the thing. He was just like mildly hitting on me and gave me a cock ring. Oh, well, that's fucked up. That's super fucked up. And also like, like coffee time. Like I get it. It's a weird <laughs> liminal space between realities, but it's still a coffee shop. Yeah. Like have some decor. Exactly. Here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that was the first and only time I went to that coffee time, actually. And it might have been a country style, but country style is dude, also dude, like up. literally like lateral spaces on the coffee hierarchy. 
country time, no, no, country style and coffee time are, <laughs> I mean, like, I meant it when I said they're, like, they're they're in their own realities because, like, shit goes down at any country, ti- country style or coffee time. Yeah. And it ain't I'm... good, and none of it's good. I think they're all gone. They must be all gone by now. I don't, yeah, I guess I haven't seen, I haven't seen either in a while. And, like, as someone who lives in Winnipeg, I feel like it would be rife. Like, it's a very, like, coffee time and country style, I think, really embodies the energy of Winnipeg. Like, if I could just say to someone, oh, it's a coffee time city, they would understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it really is. get it. And it really is. Vibe check. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Time. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm, you know what? I'm not going to go there. <laughs> um, yeah, there is one, the one that I know of. Is on the street called Cummer. Oh, well. Okay. Appropriately titled. (laughs) Like Young and Cummer. Ooh, it's a Young Cummer. It's a Young Cummer. (laughs) So they used to call me in my early days. (laughs) Which just makes it funnier to me. Like, oh, coffee time. Of course, the last one is on Cummer. Right. Of course. Of course. Uh, It was either country star. I don't know. Anyway. What a what a throwback! I haven't thought about that in a while. Oh wow, wow! wow. Anyways, um, to get back to this episode, we'll burn through some plot here because we're running a little bit long, long in the tooth. Um, <laughs> so Riot has a line where I thought it was hilarious, where he says, "I'm not here to cater to the whims of little girls," and I was like, "Yeah, hashtag same." Uh, he's, yeah, go on. Yeah, exactly. He's talking about he's talking with Jem about like, yo, why are all these orphans around? Uh, which I loved. And while they're having this kind of conversation, or maybe it's with Jerrica, because Jerrica's trying to sign him on to uh, her record label. And uh, while they're having that conversation, Eric comes through with, like, a gigantic caravan of fans uh, with an elephant in tow, because why not, uh, to basically show the singers, like, hey, look, this is what I can do for you and your band in terms of promotion. Come with me. Yes. And Riot is still like, oh, I don't know. And this is where Eric, I don't know, says, and by I don't know, it was, I mean, it's a questionable business move because he says, I will give you half of the company if you sign with us. Uh, and yes. I was a little, I was a little dismayed, suspect, because this is the company that Eric already sold most of his worldly belongings to become sole owner of. And he's willing to like give half of it as a half of it away to one <laughs> act that he's signing. Yeah, that made no sense. It's as if there are no other rock bands in the world. Yeah, literally. But, like they have to get the stingers and like burn themselves, set themselves on fire to make it happen. Exactly, exactly. Anyways, so the stingers kind of decide like, oh, we'll go with this lucrative offer because it makes no sense how good it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. And well, he, he not before asking for half of Starlight, and Jericho oh, was like, "Yeah, I can't do that." Right, 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 right. Which was sensible. I also, I I, I appreciated Ride's boldness. Um, regardless, then we get like a, a kind of like a brief scene of like Riot trying to like talk to Jim, or like maybe Jericho's like, "Well, what can I offer you?" And he's like, "Jim." Uh, <laughs> and then they go meet at the. Um, the wind harp. Yeah, the wind harp, which they casually mention as a thing that people know about. <laughs> like, all right, your alien invasion beacon, sure. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the fuck this thing is. Like, stop saying it like it's a thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, 
And we basically get a little bit more of Riot hitting on Jem and Jem being unable to, almost unable, I guess, to resist. Uh, Riot comes in for a brief moment of, God, please leave, Riot. You're not, like, no one needs you here. Rio. Riot, Rio. One letter, baby. It's one and two. One and two, two, one. Yeah, two, two minus one is one. Exactly. <laughs> one plus one is two. Yo, wow, that was, I mean, we're... <laughs> Is time linear? I don't know by that equation. <laughs> JK, JK, as we all know, time's an eyeball. Yeah, exactly. Which can't be represented by numerals. Exactly. It's simply too complicated. Too complex. Um, and so, yeah, Rio intervenes. And he kind of storms off. We get a little bit more Riot kissing Jim without any consent. Yes. Uh, and Jim eventually pulls herself away from Riot. And she's like, you know what? I actually, I can't do this. You're charming, but like, this is pretty fucked up. And I don't want to be, yeah. I don't want to be like totally yours, which is also a super creepy concept. Yeah. Cause Rio came in and he was like, you know, if you really want Jem, then I'll just get go away forever. Right, right, um, right, 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 right. And she felt that she couldn't lose. She couldn't do that. She couldn't lose this toxic relationship for another one. <laughs> um, so they like she follows him to the Starlight Treehouse, which is, I guess is some sort of like I don't know symbol of their lost childhood. Yes, yeah, some never then, before like, seen setting where <laughs> things may have happened. Yeah, <laughs> and they hug, and then, yeah, they're still together, Yeah, I guess, I, or in that weird liminal, like, limbo. Whatever they're doing keeps on going to everyone's displeasure. Yes. Um, so we cut to Stinger's sound, and um, basically, like, Riot uh, is mad that he lost Jem, but also, like, Eric needs to think about the business, and it's like the misfits need to make a record. Um, so Riot convinces Pizzazz to, like, rally up the misfits again and put out a record to make some money. Right, which the um, which Pizzazz does, and this is where what I was talking about earlier, because the, the misfits have, like, a very nice, like, kind of, like, reunited moment. And the misfits, Stormer... Roxy and uh, the other one, uh, they're very much like, oh, like you came back for us. Like you want us to be a band again? And Pizazz is like, yeah, of course. And they all hug and they have a moment. But there's no real like elucidate or elucidation might be the wrong word, but there's no real uh, demonstration that Pizazz actually did this not necessarily of her own volition, which makes this... Reun like Ryu not reunition, that's not a word. That's not a word. Uh that makes this reunited Reunion. Reunion, that's the one. <laughs> um that makes the reunion less authentic and also just less pleasing as a viewer because they're like they're they're back together, yeah, but they're not necessarily back together because of like hashtag sisterhood or hashtag like well, I don't need no man is also hashtag sisterhood. Uh, but it's, yeah, like, Pizzazz isn't, isn't doing it for the fact that she needs the Misfits as a support network. 
and she wants to be back with them because they're better together than they are apart. She's doing it because this guy told her to. Uh, and the heartfelt yeah. reunion seems false to me because of that. Well, I mean, she did apologize, which was like, I don't know if she was under his spell or whatever, but that's the first time she's ever apologized for anything. Yeah, but like, and again, even the hug that happens like right after, it just felt a little bit less genuine because the there was a little bit of conflict left as to whether Pizzazz is doing this entirely of her own volition or because she's been prompted by someone. And the, the, yeah. the scene lends to Pizzazz actually being remorseful and she disliked the way she acted, but it's Pizzazz. We don't know what her motivations yeah, no. are. Yeah. Anyway, they might... They're, they get back together. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's cut a record. Yeah. And let me get a song by Jem, the Stingers, and the Misfits. A tripart track. Now? now? Yeah, just now. I think it's just I, now, I, I or now. there might have been another word, but anyway, it's, it's yeah, it's it's like some Rio gem montage of them holding hands and feeding each other water, which was weird. It's so weird. Like who? <laughs> like oh, let's both take a sip of water together at the same time. <laughs> I've never seen that. That's so. I I've never. Seen I have that. never seen that outside of like maybe a Mormon ritual, because they're not <laughs> even cool about their pagan rituals. Yeah, I have no idea, dude. And like, Jem's probably a Mormon. Oh yeah, Jem's probably is. Yeah, she does give strong Mormon energy. For sure. Um, and the rest of the montage is like the misfits getting back into it, running on a beach, playing a concert. Then everyone's playing a concert and the episode ends. It, it ends in a Brady Bunch style image with like all the characters, which is I, I thought was like kind of fun to see. Yeah. So who do we think is the weakest bitch? Personally, I think it's a tie between Rio and Jem. Oh, it might even just be Jem. Why do you say Jem over Rio? It could Rio? also be Pizzazz. I was thinking. I was thinking more Pizzazz. I mean, Jem and Rio like still leaning into this like weird toxic relationship. I mean, they will always be they're the eternal weakest bitches. That is true. So, that is true. But no, you're right. Pizzazz was definitely weaker. Yeah, it's like that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think she was. She never had, like, a saving grace. Like, despite the fact that everyone hates Rio, uh, he did have a few moments where he was like, hey, Minx, like, get the fuck off me, or, like, I don't want to talk to you kind of thing. Uh, yeah. P- Pez- ah. <laughs> yeah, Pizzazz, on the other hand, wasn't in control of her own emotions or her own behavior or anything like that. She was just, like, completely at the mercy and whims of Rapture. So she was... The definition of weak. Exactly. Super weak. And like already mentioned, she didn't didn't have necessarily a redemption moment where she saw the error of her ways and went back to her friends, which um, also is very weak. Yes. Um, So who is the baddest bitch of the episode then? I mean, 
I kind of loved Rapture in this episode, and like maybe the, maybe the Stingers in general for really giving it to those orphans. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty dope. Uh, yeah, they were in control of everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't like, necessarily, Riot, but, yeah, they um, they had everybody wrapped around their finger. Yeah, they were serving looks, like, oh. mad looks. Oh, yes. No one can um. deny. <laughs> yeah, like, a mesh shirt, a mesh tank top under another tank top is something I've never seen before. I have never seen um, a bicep garter. I mean, I've said it multiple <laughs> times now, but I loved it. Yeah, so they were iconic. They were really mean to the orphans, which is really funny to watch. <laughs> uh, and we all knew it was coming. Like, I knew they would hate them, and I, I'm so glad I got to see that play out on my screen as. Hashtag samesies. Mary, you can stay on my screen as. That's what you're giving me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, now that we've named baddest and weakest bitches we're wrapping up the episode so check us out on our socials uh instagram twitter at gemgirls podcast on both platforms and our website gemgirls.com and uh of course as we always say don't forget while you're uh perusing through the information superhighway to leave us a rating a rating (laughs) I almost forgot the word halfway through there. Leave us a rat king. Yeah, I mean, if you can leave us a rat king, please don't. <laughs> if you could, though, I mean, still please still, do. still, get in touch because we can talk. If you're, if you're able to facilitate a rat king, you can, like, hook up some shit. So good yeah. for you. Yeah, uh, we'll keep you around. Yeah, exactly. So potentially rat kings, but generally more ratings <laughs> and reviews. Uh... Wherever you find podcasts, be that Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or um, Stitcher, that last one, TBD, may or may not be on there. Uh, and by rate us and review, as we always say, we also mean five stars and a positive review because there's really, I mean, you've been with us for an hour at this point. You know, you know what the deal is. You We're know five, the drill. You know the drill. We're a five-star podcast, baby. And we froth at the mouth for validation. Always. Also very, very, very true. It's like I um, just had, a, I just like put a, put a teaspoon of baking soda in my mouth. It's frothing that hard. It's like I got bit by a raccoon and yeah. I have rabies. That's yeah. how hard I'm frothing out of the mouth. Exactly. I am a rabid for those rave reviews. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, I'm ravenous for the rave reviews. I'm ravenously rabid? I, I can be very hungry, but all, while also having rabies, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think rabies havers are hungry, right? Or are they just like, I don't know, I don't know. I've never uh, known anyone. With I really, rabies. I really feel like we shouldn't speak for the rab for the for the rabies community. <laughs> for the rabbit. For the rabbit, the raving rabbits. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like we say a lot of weird stuff, pro- potentially problematic stuff on this on this podcast, but I think like. Speaking for the rabies community is one tap step too far. You're right. You're so right. Thank you for always thinking of the less fortunate. I was, I mean, I was really thinking about the rabies babies and they're out the there. rabies babies. It's really like, just fun to say. Yeah. Like the opposite of a sexy baby. Ex- oh, it uh, depends on what you're into. Sexy rabies baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying. That actually truly is. That's that could be a <laughs> horror movie. 
For sure. It's sexy rabies babies. Yeah. <laughs> it's raining sexy rabid babies. <laughs> We'd have a budget of one hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we could make it work, but we could three thousand. Oh, okay, then perfect. Yeah, that's enough. They don't buy right? us at least one baby. Right. Maybe we'll just use our phones. To yeah, yeah. Copy paste some babies. Put a little bit of toothpaste in their mouth. The rabbit. We're good. We good. <laughs> anyway, uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, so you know what we say. Until next time, stay, stay outrageous. outrageous.